hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Gut Feelings Podcast. <laughs> We're your hosts. Yasmin. And Mackenzie. Thanks for watching. <laughs> See you later. For those of you, well, I guess all of you, none of you are here. What am I saying? I, neither of us are functioning at optimal levels today. So I'm, I apologize ahead of time. In true but Monday I have fashion. One, one small candle going on the table right now. It's for ambiance. It's romantic. It's sexy. We're feeling the vibes. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> we, wow. Yeah, we are feeling the vibes. Yeah. We got our <laughs> we're coffees. Talking, we're talking about foot fetishes for the past 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. We did a deep dive. I was really curious on whether or not straight women have foot fetishes because I've never heard of that before. I'm sure it exists out there. If you are a straight woman and you have a foot fetish, let us know. And to... to be even more to clarify even more we mean like a foot fetish for men's feet yeah because i don't really i don't really see the appeal there yeah i get a you know what women in general you everyone you know you know i get it yeah yeah you know i get it but yeah i don't know i get that (laughs) but the foot the foot thing you know yeah i've seen some nice feet um I was, the, the reason that we started this conversation was because I was telling Yaz that she has really nice feet. Just to let you all know, I am open to sending photos of them <laughs> for money, so feel free to reach out to me at any time. So this is a lucrative biz. I'm open and ready for business. So if you know anyone, hit Yaz up. Yep. Also, the fact that it's been a week since on last week's episode, I said I really wanted to go snowboarding. And that I would really like somebody to take me and I'm available for that and no one has reached out to me. I'm disappointed. I'm crying. I, I would be. There's nothing that I really want to do that like I want someone to take me to do. I just don't want to go by myself. I also don't think that's like the safest idea. No. Oh my god. <laughs> that's that's actually a fear of mine. Mm. I just realized it. Mine's been buried alive, so <laughs> <There's> that. <laughs> my fear in that moment it was like going snowboarding alone and having um something scary happen but um on that light (laughs) bright note three minutes in and we've gone over foot fetishes we've gone over fears well we're gonna keep going into deep stuff today's episode is a 20 questions episode each of us have prepared (laughs) 10 questions uh the other doesn't know what their questions are so we're kind of excited to get into this but we're both going to be answering all of them just so you guys Mm. can get to know us a little bit better so we can get to know each other a little bit better yeah i'm excited i think the questions that i asked or that i will ask are i've never asked yasmin before Mm. so i mean i'm intrigued i'm like oh i'm what and she's never asked me the questions that i'm gonna ask her she's never (laughs) asked me (laughs) I don't know who I was channeling just then, but like oh, a funny you could grandma. See, if only you could see like the head bobs and the facial expression she was making. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited too. Um, we've got, you know, your classics. What's your favorite color? What's your favorite number? Uh, what's your favorite food? You know, just really hard-hitting, interesting stuff. TBT yeah. to my middle school four-hour phone conversations. Oh my god, I remember that. But then it was like, would you... Um, but I played... What Would you let me like touch your boobs? <laughs> I'd be like, but with, I, a, with a bra on. With a bra on only. I'm just kidding. It was a dirty little... Um, I played 20 Questions with Garrett. That's fun. When we first started talking, That's we were fun. texting. But it wasn't really 20 questions. It was like... 
it was like a coy we were coy about it you know Sorry, there's a lot of like, I'm cracking my fingers, there's coffee cups happening, we're just getting... We're bringing you guys along for a typical uh, combo. We're getting a little too comfortable over here. Anyway, we were asking each other questions, but they were, it wasn't like the lead-in that you normally have, where it's Mm -hmm. like, do you want to play 20 questions? Mm -hmm. Also, I kind of always... Does that count as a question? I kind of always want (laughs) to ask that. Wow, you think you're so funny for that one? (laughs) It was over here like, dying. Um, she was like looking at me, <laughs> waiting for me to laugh. That's, uh, that's every time I say a joke, I'm just waiting for it to land with someone else other than me because I know it's guaranteed to go well with me. Mm. I'm the first to laugh at my own jokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Self love, baby. We love to see it. Wait, no, because I, wait, what were you saying? So you like you want to ask someone? Yeah, like questions. I always want to play. Like I think that's a fun thing to do. First of all, you get to know them by their answers, but also by their questions. Mm. But I feel like it's kind of like a. It feels like middle school. You know? I feel yeah. Like, I feel like a little embarrassed always. I think that's why Garrett and I were like we didn't really say it, but we just kept asking each other questions. Mm-hmm. I guess that's also just called dating. Yeah, I'm just gonna low key. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we actually like one. sat across from each other and <laughs> talked to each other with our words. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Okay, who um, wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first, I guess. Okay. I'm gonna start off like pretty mild. They're all. I mean, none of them are like crazy. But first question from me is, what is your favorite meal to cook and why? Ooh. Hmm. I really like one pot, one pan, one dish type mm-hmm. meals. Um, so I really like things like I just made kitchery last night for a client, but it's one of my favorites because you just like throw in all of your veggies mm-hmm. if you that you have in your fridge, some rice, some mung beans, yellow split peas if you want. And I just like the the like warming aspect. I'm a fan of that that feeling. I also like eggplant lasagna. Ooh. It's been a while since I've had an eggplant lasagna. Yeah, I just like easy stuff, mm-hmm. you know? But that but that you can really like each element needs to be seasoned and flavored well, but you get it hits, you yeah. know, it hits that like comfort food. Comfort, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think mine is probably chickpea noodle soup, kind of the same yes. thing. It's like I know it's good me like I've got all the veggies and mm-hmm. the chickpeas and the protein and whatever and it's pretty easy to make and I can keep it in the fridge and I make it in a big batch and I can keep it in the fridge for like a week and just mm-hmm. eat it every day again like warming and comforting um I also the other day made that like well my version of that tiktok feta pasta oh yeah but I used the cashew mozzarella from Miyoko's yeah and I really enjoyed making that because I just loved every step of it like you get to see the cheese like get brown and melty and all the tomatoes got like a little blistered and Mm -hmm. like charred and then you get to mix it all together like the steps just felt really fun yeah and it was like a different way to make pasta exactly and it's also like simple Mm -hmm. I like super simple love love a good simple you know again it's like a one pot thing Mm -hmm. except you have to boil the pasta but you know whatever it's one dish wash it out with water (laughs) yeah you know like just do dishes after you you cook cook. yeah it's it's fucking fine it's so easy it's like three four who cares Mm. anyway dishes are my turn okay okay if you had to get a tattoo right now what would it be aiden's birth date 
in Roman numerals. She really knew. She really knew. I'm probably not going to. I don't know if I'll ever get another tattoo, but Aiden's birthday in Roman numerals, and I think, like, on my forearm. Cute. Yeah. Just, like, a Aww. little very thin line, very simple. You wouldn't get my name on your ass? No, I'd get it on my labia. <laughs> Ow! Anything for you, babe. So whoever goes That's down there knows... Idea. Knows who you who I belong to. You were so certain. You were so sure. Yeah. Wow. I'm not playing around. Today. Sounds playful. I mean, playful. <laughs> Sounds painful. I mean. <laughs> um, I think I actually know what I would get because I am planning on getting this. So I have a tattoo on my right arm, which is the knot tattoo filled arm and this one tattoo that i got at a party where there was like a flash tattoo flash happening um one of the girls there was it was and is a tattoo artist and she just did this like little doodle of some lungs and i like that one yeah i'm just i don't i don't i've put a lot of time money and thought into the tattoos that I have on my arm and I find them to be like really beautiful like I love looking at my arm it's really it's very and I'm not saying that this isn't art like art it just doesn't match yeah yeah so I want to get it covered up with a little bumblebee oh cute so that's what I want to get this is not one of my questions but do you regret any of your uh, like tattoos I guess aside from that one um, I don't regret any of my tattoos. I don't even regret that one. The whole reason I got the lungs was because, um, at the time it was really recent to when, after both my, um, my aunt and my cousin had passed away from lung cancer within a year mm-hmm. of each other. So I wanted to get little lungs because in that moment it made sense. Um, so I don't even regret that. Um, there's... There's certain ones that I have that maybe I would have, like, gotten different colors or, like, different small style nuances. Mm-hmm. There's a hand that I have um, on my arm, like, on the inside of my arm, holding a knife. Sort of like a witchy hand, you know, like, the knife is a magic wand mm-hmm. kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just, like, not a big fan of the blue that I used, mm-hmm. even though the, the tattoo artist that I had was like, are you sure you want this blue? And I was like, yeah, no, I want it. I want this, like, that, like, bright blue. Yeah. And I'm just not a fan of it. But it's mm-hmm. fine. I don't know if I've ever seen that one. You'll have to show me one more time. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I have one tattoo. It's a very small, like, little <laughs> one-line wave on the inside of my wrist, and it's because I moved to LA at 17 and I was like oh my gosh it's like it reminds me of Hawaii it's like my home I'm so cool I'm gonna get a tattoo you're like there aren't any waves here <laughs> and I'm like I don't necessarily regret it like it's so small and I don't think about it mm-hmm. so I just don't care mm-hmm. but I probably wouldn't get it now totally yeah but I think that's like with everything you know yeah. that's but why I, I'm worried to get another one but that's why my, another one, if I got it, would have something to do with Aiden because it, like, doesn't yeah, go totally. I look back at my tattoos and I'm like, wow, that's where I was at that stage, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I have my sacred geometry um, pieces that mm-hmm. were, like, my first few. And looking looking at it now, I probably wouldn't choose to get mm-hmm. that again. Mm-hmm. But I look back and I'm like, wow, that was really important to me and I really... I deeply felt aligned with Aww. that at the time yeah. so it's like a I, map of your life yeah That's it's kind of cool. like 
girl, like, yeah. love you. Like, yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll consider it. <laughs> Just you with a sleeve. Honestly, hot. 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 Yeah. <laughs> but the, don't don't steal my vibe. No, I would get the same exact <laughs> tattoos. Okay. What's one thing that can make your day instantly better? Hmm. That's a really good one. I think, especially after this quarantine, I think it's like a small gesture. When I'm at the store and the cashier and I are having like that fun, witty rapport mm-hmm. or something, mm-hmm. or like I can tell someone's like smiling under their mask, or I see yeah. a little kid like on their bike with their dad. I don't know, little things like that. It takes me out of myself mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my god we're all just living and we're all just like (laughs) trucking along right now um especially so i think something like that also like a cute snack Mm, yeah i love a treat yeah Mm -hmm. like something cute i'm into it Mm -hmm. that instant serotonin boost every time i go to the grocery store like i can't leave without getting myself some kind of little treat like mm -hmm. whatever i'm feeling at that moment whether it's a drink or a snack or whatever so same motivated by food that's actually going to be my next tattoo. Um, <laughs> Cross your chest. On my forehead, actually. Oh, perfect. Thinking. Yeah. So, um, what about you? Hmm. Aside from that, I think, like, a nice, um, not, a nice, like, text or reach out from somebody that you're not expecting. Not mm-hmm. necessarily not expecting from that person, but just, like, out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Like, even today, I got off of a work Zoom video call, which is the worst thing ever but it was fine it was fine mm-hmm. and my friend who owns the agency that I work with she texted me and was like thank you so much for joining the call like you look so beautiful and I was like oh oh my gosh that's so romantic that's nice. yeah. it feels good that yeah feels good. it's just like you didn't you don't have to do that you don't get anything from yeah. saying that like I like that um anytime I make somebody laugh like that definitely brightens my day like I feel good about myself mm-hmm. moving forward for the rest of the day and I'm like replaying it in my head I'm like yeah that was pretty fucking funny second funny oh that's yeah. cute yeah what was your favorite thing to do as a kid and or like what were your favorite things as a kid singing and dancing and like making up dances with my friends to mm-hmm. songs like cheetah girls like stop anytime a friend came over or i would go over to their house we would like make up a choreographed dance yes. or like sing it or whatever that was what i did a lot of as a kid i love that yeah i always wanted to be like a pop star or an actress but i think it's because i grew up on an island surrounded by water and so that's what i saw on tv was like mm-hmm. that was the goal you know like hannah mm-hmm. montana type of situation yeah so but that I had a lot of fun doing that. That's really cute. And actually, same. Mm-hmm. I had oh, if TikTok existed when we were kids. We'd be all <laughs> done all for everyone. <laughs> um, I oh, I had an actually um, I had like an air instrument lip syncing band. Oh yeah, so did I. Called Pink Spice. <laughs> I embarrassingly did the talent show every single year in elementary school, all six years. That's really cute. That's not embarrassing. I always sang, so it is. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's what I like to do as a kid. Also, always playing pretend, like always like pretend mm-hmm. wedding, pretend playing house yeah. a lot, pretend grocery store. I would yeah. like make little oh my god i was doing graphic design for a while but i would make little like menus on microsoft word or whatever and like make like have a fake restaurant that my parents would come to and stuff like that 
That's so cute. Yeah, I, I, so I was literally, like, I'm doing that for a job. Yeah, that's so crazy. I think we were really similar in that sense. Yeah. I enjoyed this the same thing. Yeah. Um, well, because we didn't, I mean, we had computers, but we didn't have social media Mm-mm. as kids. So no. you really had to, like, get creative, especially yeah. being an, as an only child. Like, I mm. was really, I mean, I know it's, you know, you had a brother, so... Um, yeah, I just different energies to anyway too. But but I mean, being an only child, I was and my parents being at work, like I would be pretending a lot. I would go if my parents were like fighting or something. I would go into the bathroom and I would like act out full monologues. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even know what it was, but of I would course. just like pr- be in the mirror, like looking at myself and like making up this story. And um, I still do. I <laughs> No, um, I would do stuff like that. I liked to, like, be dramatic, for mm-hmm. sure. Like, oh, yeah. I remember one time my parents were, when they were getting a divorce, and they had kind of, like, before they had told me yeah. that they were getting a divorce or separating, I could tell because they were fighting all the time. And I think I was, like, eight or nine, and I wrote this note that said, like, Dear Diary, my parents are getting a divorce, and I'm going to kill myself. And... I left it. My face is in shock. Yeah, yeah. It was shocking. But yeah. I left it on the stairs. Like, oh, yeah, oops. Yeah. Like, I oops, dropped yeah, it. Yeah, always. And then I was, like, in my room. And I was, like, waiting for them to say something. Yeah. And my parents <laughs> called me out. They were really calm. And they are like, Mackenzie, we're so sorry that, you know, you're having to hear us fight. And yeah. we're so sorry that we know that this is affecting you. And we're sorry. Um, if this is something that you feel, we need to get we need to go mm. talk to someone and mm. we need to like take this very we take this very seriously and i was like no i don't i'm just being dramatic yeah, i used to do shit for attention like that too. i just was like i i was the main character baby yeah i have to stop myself from doing shit like that for attention like even from aiden <laughs> i have to stop myself from like walking away really madly and like slamming the door or something that's so funny anyway um where's the next place on your travel bucket list and why the place that i really want to go garrett and i actually wanted to go to japan this year mm, me too. um oh my god everything about like japanese culture the food Can I go let's go yeah fuck garrett let's just let's go together <laughs> i mean i was thinking him too <laughs> that would actually be so fun yeah um we, i feel like garrett and i would gang up and make you feel like yeah, I would cry. Like probably. you would think that I would be, you would think that I would be the third wheel, but no, I think no, probably be me. And yeah, Garrett and Yaz are like the same person. We um actually shared a womb together. Twins, identical twins. But it's just because Mackenzie has a type. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, Garrett, actually, quick side note. I know we're doing lots of these, but last night when I was writing this list of questions, Garrett was like, "Oh, I got one. I got one to ask Yaz." Um, ask her why are you so why are you the same person as my boyfriend <laughs> it's because Mackenzie has a type like she literally specifically picked us out mm-hmm. I was like I love and I told Mackenzie it's because I'm unfortunately a straight white man stuck in this body <laughs> so but but it's sensitive sensitive yeah yeah straight. yeah and like you know really pretty and really smart and really <laughs> talented and <laughs> wait where do you want to go next I would love to go to Japan too, mm-hmm. Kyoto specifically. Mm, so um, beautiful. I, my like dream like honeymoon location is <laughs> skip to is <laughs> Greece. Like I really want to yeah. go to Greece. I just want to travel in general. Like I haven't really gotten the opportunity yeah. to go to, to go to a lot of places. I'd love to go to Brazil. There are a lot of places I'd like to go to. I just want to 
go. Like, I just want to get out of here. Yeah. It's definitely harder with a kid. I would, Mm -hmm. I think I would have to just, like, leave him with his dad. And I'm glad that I have, or I should be grateful that I have that option. But, of course, I would miss him, too. And I would want him to be able to experience that, just not at this age. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, hopefully... Yeah. Hopefully within the next couple of years I get to go places. That's I just exciting. I want to go to Europe in general and just mm. like I've only been out of the country once and it was to Paris and it was amazing and it was for 10 days so it was like the perfect amount of time but oh. I didn't get to go outside of Paris at all and I yeah. I just want to go all over Europe. Yeah. It's so fun. There's nothing like it. Yeah. There's nothing like it. Um okay. How do you feel about aging? Um, I've never thought about it that much. I think because I've always been much younger than everyone else around me. Mm -hmm. All I've ever heard throughout my life is like how young I am or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. How I'm so impressive. How I'm so mature (laughs) of my age. (laughs) And pretty and smart and talented. No, I'm kidding. Um, But so I haven't, I've only really thought about how young I am. Like that's always been on the forefront of my mind. Mm. I was telling my mom the other night though, I was like, this is for the first time in my life. The time that I'm not waiting for a specific age. Like, I couldn't wait until I was 16. Totally. I couldn't wait until I was 18. I couldn't wait until I was like 21, whatever. And, like, I couldn't wait to become a mom. And although there are definitely things that I'm looking forward to in the future, mm-hmm. I need to try to be... I want to try to be more present in the moment because I'm not... It's like I'm not necessarily waiting to be 23 or 24 right. or whatever it is. Um, so, for the first time in my life, I'm, like, not necessarily wanting to be older, but I don't think I've ever really cared that much about aging, and we'll, I mean, I, we'll see where it goes yeah. from here. I, I know my mom has said, like, it's weird to look in the mirror and to, like, not really recognize yourself or not really feel like what you see in the mirror matches, because you never, I don't feel like you ever feel totally. like you're 45 or 50 or whatever it is. Like, you probably always kind of feel the way that we feel internally. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom looks great, by the way. But, um, yeah, incredible. We'll see. I don't know. I think, I hope not. I hope it doesn't, like, really negatively impact me. I don't think it will. I, I like my personality more than I like the way that I look anyway. And, like, it's never necessarily been a positive thing, but I think maybe in this context it is. That's good. Yeah. That's nice. I always strive to be, like, better, and I always get really interested in things and like Mm -hmm. I like to know things and learn things and try new things and do things and um be a good person so I hope that that doesn't change and I hope that that kind of overshadows the like physical aspect of aging totally I resonate with that I think for me turning as we talked about on last episode turning 25 was really weird for me so I think I had a similar mindset to you for a really long time where I was like not really concerned with it, not put off by it, just sort of neutral about aging, um, even sometimes excited by it because of the same for the same reasons, like looking forward to being older for this or that, whatever, um, you know, checkpoint I'm hitting. But I think now I don't I'm not scared of aging. I don't have any like fear around it. I think sometimes I get overwhelmed because of that exact thing that you were saying that your mom was feeling like, I look at myself and I still feel, you know, 19 Mm -hmm. in my soul. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's the thing, too, is I've always been 35. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I I just feel so that age still. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes I have to be like, wait, you're not 22 anymore. Which isn't not for any other reason other than to just be like, wait, 
I'm 26. Yeah, also it's just very hard for me in general to even pick. Obviously, we have no idea. Well, you can kind of look at your mom and know what you look like. Oh my god, it's crazy. <laughs> I look a lot like my mom. But I'm sure you So take, do you. I'm sure you take really good care of yourself compared yeah. to what your mom did. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Um, and having... I don't really look a lot. I don't really look anything like my mom when she was my age. No, but you so. guys do look a lot alike now. Yeah, so we'll see. But um, your mom, you have great genes, both your parents. And that's how yeah. I feel about my genes, too. Both my parents yeah. look a lot Very younger true. than they are. Um, but I haven't really, like, I can't really picture that. I haven't really thought about it because I'm, like, sometimes more recently I'll, like, see somebody who, like, has aged so gracefully and, gracefully and looks so beautiful but has, like, gray hair or whatever. Yeah. And I'm, like, whoa, like, I'm going to be yeah. old one day, hopefully, if I'm lucky. Yeah. I'm going to be old someday. I like seeing, like, older women with gray hair and, like, sleeves of ta- oh, like tattoo sleeves I'm like love it. that's gonna be me yeah oh mom um I like actually thinking I don't really imagine myself being older but I like looking at Garrett and seeing mm-hmm. him being older I can picture him I can picture him and Men, he's starting like to get to like little older. like gray hairs Aww, a little bit like speckling through I'm surprised I haven't even had one yet because my mom got them at 18 oh yeah that's my brother crazy. Even has some. I have like one that I saw we'll see we'll see what happens okay is it my turn? Your turn. What piece of advice would you give to your 14-year-old self? Mmm. I don't know about you, but 14 was, like, a hard year for me. 14 was really hard for me. I was... I had a really hard time because it was right in the middle of my parents' divorce. I became... My dad had full custody of me, and so... And I was going into high school, or I was in high school. I can't remember the specifics, but I remember being really weird. Like, really just feeling so bizarre in my body. Not really knowing what to do with the changes that were occurring. Wanting to, like, rebel and do different stuff. And, like, getting haircuts that were maybe a little (laughs) little weird in hindsight. Um you know, wearing outfits that I thought were really stylish. And I can remember this one specific outfit (laughs) that was so, so awful. Like, it was so awful that I'm like, I have, I'm just, I still am embarrassed for myself. But in the moment, I wasn't embarrassed. Like, I was owning it. So I was like, you know what? That's good. At least I wasn't, like, uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think for my 14-year-old self, the advice that I would give her, me would be probably just to embrace the strangeness. Mm -hmm. I think that for a while I was really um, concerned with, like, what people thought of me and was trying to figure out where I fit in in the, like, groups of high school. Um, And as soon as I realized that I didn't need to be, like, in the same group that I grew up with and I could, like, branch out and I made friends that were older than me, I made friends from different quote-unquote groups um I started to have a lot more fun so I would just say embrace the weirdness (laughs) do what feels good quirky I was definitely quirky I was vegan before everyone else was vegan and that was fucking weird people were like oh really you were vegan name four of their albums That's funny. That was good. <laughs> Thank you. See, now my days. I would get... No, I would get... <laughs> that's good. Um, I would get sesame tofu from Whole Foods, and I would bring it to school, and people would be like, ew, what are you eating? <laughs> like, it was... Do we, what was the movie that... I think it's in Baby Mama. They go to, like, a raw vegan restaurant, yeah. and they're like, 
do you want a yeast ball? Yeah. And it's just like raw yeast or something. Anyway. Sounds good to me. That's what it, I a felt warm like. warm yeast ball? Oh. I'm going off on a tangent. That's okay. But yeah, that's what I, that's the advice I would give yeah. to myself. Be weird. Embrace it. I think mine, um, I think, uh, a couple things. Um, none of what seems so dire at this moment is gonna matter. Mm-hmm. In five years, mm-hmm. really, that's kind of how I look. Try to look at problems now. I'm like, is it gonna matter in five days, five weeks, five totally months, whatever? Um, and it gets better. Mm-hmm. It really does. Then it gets worse again, and then it gets better, mm-hmm. and then it gets worse again. But ultimately, I think the highs, most of the time, <laughs> even though it doesn't always feel like this, the highs outweigh the lows. Yeah. And, like, the, the highs make the lows worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. But it does get better. And I would just like to show my, my 14-year-old self, like, my life now. Yeah. Even though I know, obviously, there are things about it that I would change, as I'm sure there always will be. Um, I think, like, if 14-year-old me saw that I, like, lived in L.A. in the apartment I lived in and, like, the mm-hmm. way that I was able to decorate it myself and, like, ate in, like, and what I do for a living and how I work for myself, I think 14-year-old me would be very excited and very proud. That's so surreal to think about. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. Um, Piggybacking off of that, what advice would you give yourself a year ago? I have no idea. Is that a good one? Oh, I have literally no idea. I think I was just in survival mode a year ago. Yeah. Would you have, would you have, like, do you have advice? To do mushrooms. (laughs) that's a good yeah that would probably be it to be honest with you to really focus on my friendships Mm -hmm. which I was like yeah but even more so this year Mm -hmm. to this is a little bit of a tangent but one thing that I've noticed kind of since my depression has been like a little bit better the past few weeks um, the downsides to it are like I'm my house isn't as clean Mm -hmm. (laughs) not using my planner as much um, there's like other little things like that, um, which is a little bit of a downside because of course, like I felt like my life was high functioning with all those things happening, but I also realized that the reason that those things were happening was because the only bit of like peace that I got was from controlling yeah. things. Um, so it's just like kind of what I have to let go in order to enjoy my life more. So maybe I would tell myself that. That's actually really good. And yeah. that's amazing to notice things like that, you yeah. know? Because it, it's, I don't know, it's nice to be able to, like, step away and be like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I can just, I can do it all at once. I can balance it, you know? Balance the clean with the <laughs> the small mess, you know? Um, that's good. Um, I think the advice I would give myself a year ago is probably just pretty similar to what you would tell yourself. But I think for me it would be just more to you know, the only way out is through it. Mm-hmm. I think I was having a hard time, like, sitting with rest, sitting with feeling sad. Um, and there's a difference between, like, you know, really sitting in it and then also, like, doing actively doing what you need to feel better. Like, I was going on walks every day. I was, like, doing what I needed to, to do. Control. To make, yeah, to make myself feel better. But at the same time, like, I think I had a really hard time, and especially this is 
because of, you know, capitalism, the society, our society, like, I had such Patriarchy. a hard time. Well, I know, I had such a hard time just, like, not doing anything, mm-hmm. and I felt awful and I guilty. That, yeah. And so, um, I would just tell myself to, like, not feel guilty, like, just mm-hmm. go along for the ride. Yeah. Um, because once I did that, it, I found myself able to get out of it mm-hmm. quicker. Maybe, I don't know if that was just coincidence or circumstance, but, um, yeah, definitely go go along for the ride and and uh, do what you need to feel good and don't feel shame around that or guilt around that uh, a little bit of a lighter note what would you buy if you won the lottery Ooh, that's a good one i was gonna ask that one too what would i buy i feel like i would just get myself some like really nice shun japanese knives mm-hmm. and a house <laughs> yeah house is my answer. i think i would get a house like, an, yeah, maybe a house, because yeah. Garrett and I want a yard for Junie, and, like, we talk about it all the time, getting a house, and that's very, very far down the line, but that would be fun to, like, actually have something where you know you can make changes mm-hmm. and paint the walls yeah. and, like, you know. Mine would for sure be a house, um, shit to decorate it, like, mm-hmm. exactly how mm-hmm. I want it. Um, travel. Yeah, traveling. Yeah, and like hopefully there's some left over to purchase like an investment property, mm. especially in LA where like the rent is so high. Wow, you have it all mapped out. I love always. it. Always. Yeah, yeah. There's always a map in my head. Yeah. Um, so I kind of just for fun would be like I want a like brand new like wardrobe. Yeah. Oh, but for sure. Not just a wardrobe. I feel like I've always had a hard time actually styling myself so I think I would like pay for like I would stylist yeah yeah no I have never I've never really had a lot of like nice clothes or never really dressed exactly the way that I would like to dress because Mm -hmm. it's just so expensive and if I have extra money like I'd rather spend it on food or home decor Mm -hmm. so it's always kind of been the last thing on my priority list so I definitely would want to get like some nice pieces that I feel really good in and feel really excited about wearing totally yeah Totally. But That's not, fun. I have no desire, honestly, to get, like, designer things. No, like, no, Like, Reformation no. is probably, like, the highest price point that I would yeah. go. Yeah. I mean, I, like, there's a lot of sustainable brands that I really like yeah. that are expensive because they're made to order or whatever. Um, so, yeah. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. What's a memory that makes you feel blissful when you think of it? Um, Joshua Tree. Aww. Yeah, our hike last week. That, that was, was really nice. Really it was nice. just a good day. After we recorded so the good. podcast last week, we stopped at Air One. We got snacks. We went on a hike. It was like perfect weather. We were coming down and the sun was setting. It was just like perfect timing. Mm-hmm. The vibes were immaculate. Yeah, we had some good conversations. Great too. conversation because it had been a few weeks since we had seen each other too. And we love the podcast episode we recorded last week. Yeah. Um, but Joshua Tree is a really really good one yeah yeah it was just such a such a good trip that's nice yeah just felt like I got to kind of let go I love that enjoy myself I love that trying to think if there's anything else I don't know I just really want to travel more Mm, yeah I think mine are the the memories that I think of often when I'm like needing that quick serotonin boost is um when Garrett and I did our trip to Europe Mm -hmm. and it was Christmas time it was cold there was like Christmas markets Mm -hmm. and this little Jewish girl loves a Christmas market (laughs) um but it was really fun and we just 
like explored and there was no that feeling of just like no there was nowhere we had to be mm-hmm. there was no responsibility around that other mm-hmm. than to just like enjoy yeah and th- as an adult like that feeling doesn't come around often so yeah. that was a really really beautiful feeling to get to experience as yeah. an adult that's why I think I want I need to get out of LA in order mm-hmm. to really have that feeling and yeah. that's why like that's the memory that comes up totally because I haven't had the opportunity to do that in and a it very is very long time. yeah and it yeah. is life-changing to leave your space yeah. and to, to Which doesn't happen very often for me mm-hmm. this was my first like little staycation that I took throughout this whole thing um so yeah I just want to do more of that yeah I like that did Good memes. Ask that one? I did ask that one. Do you have names picked out for your future children? And if so, what are they? Oh, yeah. I really like, I remember being a teenager and the boyfriend I was dating at the time, we were like, let's name our kid. <laughs> this is really embarrassing and funny. But um, we were like, let's name our son Banjo. Oh, because no, honey. <laughs> we really, I just look back on that and I'm like that's I wanted to I wanted it to be weird. Yeah, you like I wanted to be, to different. be different. Different. I'm different. I'm not like other girls. So like yeah, banjo seems good. And I remember one of my friends at the time was like, I will actually stop being your friend if you name oh your child. Oh my gosh, I think you would become a teen mom. What? Good thing you didn't. Oh yeah, that would have been. I would have felt bad for that child. Um, <laughs> but then I was like, oh my god, I love the name like Lavender. You know, I was like going through that phase. Yeah, like, yeah. The celebrity name. Yeah, the celebrity names for sure. But um, now, obviously, just more cognizant of <laughs> reality. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Garrett's grandmother. I don't know if I should say this because I'm like it's kind of like a surprise. Maybe not. But I really like the name Gwen. That was his mm-hmm. grandma's name and. Her full name is Gwendolyn, and I just think it's so beautiful. Yeah. So I like that name. That was something that's really, like, stuck out to me, but... That goes with your vibe, too. Yeah, but Garrett and I, like, we talk about it, mm-hmm. but there's no... Nothing really lands, Yeah, you know? And boy names are so hard. Um, what about you? For me, I for girl names, I really like kind of just, like, classic, like, Latin names, like... Uh, I guess it's not classic, but, like, I really like Natalia. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Camila because I want to call her Mila. Aww. That's what Aiden's name would have been. Um, I like like Isabella, Sophia, like things like that. Boys are so hard. Yeah. The only name that I like is Oliver. I think that's if I had a another really boy. cute name. Yeah, I like that. That's so cute. I don't necessarily care if like other people. A lot of other people have the names. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like that's that. That's cute. Oh, that's a good question. Um, okay, if you could have dinner with anyone, alive or dead, who would you choose? Fuck, I have no idea. I hate this question. That's a good one, right? I hate this question. I hate when people ask this. I have no idea. Okay, anyone alive or dead? I don't really care about history. I feel like I, feel like I know who it would be. Oh, really? Yeah. Why are you, like, getting all sexy? Because, because I, think it's, I think it would be someone that you like. Oh, someone alive and, like, very much in my life. Wow. Oh no, but that, but oh. yes, but actually now that you said that, yes, yeah, but that's it. not you do that all the time. Um, that's true. So you don't need to waste your time to cut this part out. I was gonna say Justin Bieber. Oh yeah, I mean <laughs> dinner and dessert. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, fuck. Can you answer first and I'll think yeah. about it? I think mine is like a little bit more. Um, um, not emotional, but yeah, like my aunt, mm. 
who passed away a few years ago, I would, who was like one of the people who really inspired me to cook and to get in the kitchen and really just, I miss her so much. I would love to have dinner with her again. Oh, that's so I miss sweet. her so much. Oh, um, God. I'd love to have her cooking and to cook with her and get in the kitchen. Yeah. Anytime she was in the kitchen, she would get really hot. Mm-hmm. And so she would, of course, you're in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, and so she would do this thing where she was like, like <laughs> blowing around her, her face. Yeah. Um, Aww, it was cute. A sweet memory. So, yeah. It's like a sweet, like, little thing to, yeah. have, to have hold, held on to. Yeah. Well, shit, mine's not going to be emotional. I it's okay. Like, it I don't have to be. I've never, like, cared that much about celebrities or, like, I well, don't then. care about history. Like, that sounds fucked up. But I'm not, like, a historical, like, yeah. person. I'm, I'll probably think of one later and then be like, oh, fuck, I should have said that. Well, how um, about we update the audience if it comes up? I mean, like, there are, like, comedians that I would love to have dinner with just because I think the banter would be so... Fun. Fun, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's just stick with that, because there are a few that I would choose from. Okay, your turn. Did you ever sneak out or hide anything big from your parents growing up, and if so, what's the story? Ooh, that's a good one. (laughs) Holy shit. Um, to be honest, I, you know, I lived with my dad from the time I was 15 till I was 18, and we just were really, you know, really communicative, and even with my mom, you know, when I lived with my mom and my dad, um... She was always, both my parents were pretty, like, chill on that front. Um, I never really had to, like, sneak out. But there was this one time when I was still living with my mom or um, my parents had joint custody. And I went out and smoked weed for the first time. And I remember, I was actually thinking about this the other day. We hotboxed a car. And you know how when you smoke weed for the first time, it takes a second for your body to, like, register that mm-hmm. you're high or whatever? So I kept smoking and smoking. Oh, and I was like, I'm not high. I'm not getting, nothing's happening. And then all of a sudden it hit, and it's, like, four of us in the backseat of a car. Two people up front. I'm sitting on this guy that I was, like, dating's lap. And we just start making out in all this four car. of you? No. Oh, I was like, this is where it all started. <laughs> no. This is where it all began. Um, no, just me and this guy. But but we're in the car, like the back seat, very squished. It's mm-hmm. very tight quarters. God, in this, your like, one story is bringing up like six stories <laughs> that I so have. so crazy. In this hot boxed car and we're like making out in the middle of everyone. And yeah, I just remember being like very... I liked the feeling. We, like, went on a little walk around the Paseos in the neighborhood. And then I remember going home, and my mom was like, are you stoned? She could tell right away. And I was like, no. Yeah. Are you? Like, I was like, what's, are you okay? See, no, I do the whole, (laughs) I do the whole, no, mom, I'm on crack. Like, I shot heroin up before I came here. That's a good one. Um... Because you, like, divert them. them. But, yeah, I just remember times like that. Or, like, one time my dad picked me up from a party, and I was, like, really... (laughs) I was really stoned that time as well. And I was like, Dad, I'm really hungry. Like, I haven't eaten any dinner. Can you take me to Jack in the Box? He was like, yeah, of course. So he's driving me through um, Jack in the Box, and I order six tacos. (laughs) (laughs) Also, the amount of times I've been in a Jack in the Box drive-thru stoned. yeah. Can't count. Infinite. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, like, there's just times like that. They never really caught me or, like... And when they did, they were just, like, go to your room. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They never... I never, like, did anything Mm, crazy. Yeah. I... Like, I guess I didn't do anything crazy. I have so many stories that I wish I could tell right now. Yeah. Like, yours brought up so many. 
I'm gonna try to quickly tell two. Okay, first things first. Um, so I had a boyfriend when from when I was like 14 to 17. Um, it was a very toxic relationship, but eventually, like, I think he had just like cheated on me so many times that I was like, I'm done. But I kind of just thought we were taking a break. I was just like trying to put my foot down. I was like, so stupid. Um, and to like rebel, like I started talking to this guy who was like kind of a hot guy on the island on Maui and, uh, never met him before and like went to his house to go watch a movie mm-hmm. and we quote unquote watched Pulp Fiction. Don't remember a fucking single thing from that movie. Um, and you know, we didn't, you know, you get we, the story. You didn't watch the movie. You, you did the story. It was a one night stand. Um, so I guess I was, oh, I think I was 16 at this point. Um, and then I slept over at his house and I woke up to like calls and text messages from my mom and dad. Like, where are you? What are you doing? I told them I was sleeping over at my friend Rio's house. What are you doing? Where are you? Like, blah, blah. I'm like, how could they know? And so I called my, at that time, ex-boyfriend. Like, can you come pick me up? There was a party here. And I just, like, passed out. And, like, reality, I was, like, literally fucking somebody else. Not, I, we weren't in a relationship, just to be clear at yeah, that yeah. time. But he came and picked me up and took me to my friend Rio's house. Um, and then I think my parents, I mean, I'm sure they knew. But I never, they never really ended up finding out what I was yeah. doing. Um, there were, when I was 14 is when I was really fucking wild in, I started going to a public high school for eighth grade. I went to a charter school for ninth grade. I started going to like a public high school in a different town in Maui. And the, I mean, the education there is like horrible, Mm -hmm. just, you know, it's very small town vibes of like, there's not a lot to do. So people find external ways to entertain themselves and there's a lot of shit going on. Um, so there were plenty of nights like this where my friend Rio and I like got picked up by like a bunch of boys that were seniors or whatever and like everybody was drunk and high and they were we were just like driving all around the island um there's this place so super safe super safe (laughs) there's this place called Poli Poli which is like on the way to Haleakala or the top of Haleakala Uh and there were always like bonfire type parties there Mm -hmm. and so we went to one of those in this little like Honda, it's probably like a little 95 Honda Civic or whatever. Um, I remember driving up the mountain and the car wouldn't go up the hill. So like one of the kids had to get out and walk. Oh my God. <laughs> up the rest of the mountain because the car like. Oh my God. Um, and Rio and I were in the trunk cause we were like very small and we wouldn't fit. Like there was a lot of people in the car. This story is all over the place. I'm very sorry. I was like, whoa. Um, it's just like, there's no chronological order happening here. So we got there. Um, we were there. We were drinking. We were at this like bonfire with a bunch of random people. And the cops came and broke it up as they always do. There are like never parties in Maui because they always get broken up no matter what. And um, we were 14. So we got back in the trunk. We like covered ourselves. Like somebody was wearing like a Hawaiian shirt and like covered, our, covered us with their Hawaiian shirt because we just look obviously super young like we looked even younger than we were yeah so we didn't want the cops to see us and we laid in the trunk as they drove down the mountain and then I think we like sat back up or whatever I don't know what happened why this happened but all of a sudden like 
people who were in a different car got out of their car and started like throwing rocks at the car that we were in like trying to punch the windows and trying to like beat the people up in the car that we were in oh <laughs> and we're, my God. we're just like what is happening we are not a part of this um we made it out <laughs> we got back to our house what happened i think that was pretty much it and then we got back to our house and we probably took bong rips and went back to sleep scary stuff there were like multiple things like this there's that's i've had a lot of like physical altercations with people in maui oh god but I'm sorry that story was like literally all over the place. No, I was I not prepared it. to tell it. It wasn't even like a chronological <laughs> order of story. We just were making bad decisions. We went up to a mountain to a party. The party got broken up by the cops. We were hiding in the back of a trunk. And then people were trying to like break into the car we were in to beat us all up. So there was that. Scary. Yeah. It was fun at the moment. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I liked it. Yeah. That's crazy. There were lots of, like, the specific group of people that we were hanging out with. There were a lot of things like that. But yeah, my mom never knew any of that. Now she's going to listen to Now she's going to know. Okay. What's your favorite thing about yourself? Personality-wise, I like... I like a few things about myself a lot. Oh. I don't know if I'm allowed to... I'll do three. Because <laughs> I'm so amazing. Yeah, let's um, keep it to three. Okay. <laughs> It'll be hardly so hard. I don't know how I'll do it. Um... I really like how I'm always down to try new things, um, and I like trying new things. Mm -hmm. I really like how I always try to be better, like I always try to better myself in mm -hmm. whatever ways that I can, almost to a fault. Like I'm, I overthink, I overanalyze, but I'm like always trying to figure out like how to better myself, how to break through certain things that maybe I don't love about myself or that I've experienced. and. Um, I really love the way that I love people. Like, oh. I think that... Maybe Mackenzie doesn't agree because I don't send her enough emojis, but... No, you're, I, you're upping your game. I have. You're been. getting better, actually. But I'm, I always think of the people that I love and, like, always try to do things for them whenever I can. It's mm -hmm. harder being a mom because I just don't have as much of that to of give. Of course. Um, but, like, if I'm at a store and I'm going to somebody's house, I'm like, okay, what kind of, like, treats do they like? Aww. Or what, what, what drink would they like? Or what would bring a smile to their face or whatever? And I always want to make sure that the people I love know, like, how much I love them and how, like, worthy and awesome I think they are. That's sweet. And I, like, just really try to put intention into doing whatever I can to make sure that they know that as much as possible. Mm, I like that. Yeah. I think my things that I love about myself personality-wise, um, similar to you, I do love the way that I love. I I am very, like, Jewish mother, like, very, I take care of you, mm -hmm. no matter what. Mm -hmm. You could be a stranger, I would take care of you. Like, I very much want to, like, take care of people in, in the way of making sure that you're fed, first and foremost. Um, and then, you know, just, like, making sure you have what you need. I feel like with all my neighbors I'm always just like can I do this for you can I get your package like here's some treats I just made you know like I just want everyone to feel loved mm -hmm. no matter what um so I do like that about myself maybe that's why we're such good friends yeah we're good at that yeah we're good at taking care of each other I think also I like my energy I'm pretty high energy and like I like to walking exclamation point yeah I like to smile I like to fucking cackle and laugh and like I think that that's lovable so I do like that about myself and um I think I'm really funny mm -hmm. and I like to like laugh mm -hmm. and I think that that's 
a nice quality. Garrett, that is why we're friends. Yeah, we're pretty similar. We vibe yeah. Really well Garrett Garrett says said that a lot like at the beginning of us dating and even now he's like something I one of the things I love the most about you is like how willing you are to like laugh and laugh at yourself and laugh at situations and yeah. like just find the light and things. No, when someone says that to me is when I know I found the person. No, yeah, so that's nice. So that's what I like about myself personally. Lives. I love all the. I think those are probably my favorite things about you as well. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, like that you too. love really hard. Yeah, and you're always very thoughtful and very sweet, and you sensitive. have really great energy. Thank you. Like you're, you are a walking exclamation point. I, I just like had a flashback to when we met, and we just like instantly clicked. Yeah, I Even feel like I, we... I was able to like. Like, you brought an energy out of me that other yeah. people don't bring out. Like, I matched it. It was kind of crazy, actually, because yeah. I remember you, you didn't have the... Neither of us had the same relationship or whatever, even though we weren't really, really close or anything like that when we first met. But, like, I remember we kind of... It was, like, magnet yeah. energy. Like, yeah. when I would see you, we would, we would just, like, oh, my God, you're so cute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're but so we cute. never hung out outside of yeah, work. Yeah, we never like, did. Mackenzie worked at the culinary school. And I worked at the office, but, like, for the culinary school. Like, I did mm-hmm. marketing, so I would have to go to the school to take photos and mm-hmm. stuff. And so I would only see Mackenzie, like, once, maybe twice a week the mm-hmm. most. And it was always like that. Like, we immediately yeah. got along really well. And I remember Caroline, another girl that we worked with, I was always like, Mackenzie's so sweet. Like, yeah. she's so nice. But we never actually, like, it took us so long to actually hang out. Like, and then well when we did. No, and then when we did, we were like, wow, we have so much to talk about. We should have a podcast. Yeah, and then we started doing events in person, but we should have just done this. I digress, <laughs> yeah. But whatever, that was really fun. Yeah. Um, okay, so your favorite thing about yourself, physical-wise? Fuck, this shouldn't be so hard. I really like my eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, you do have nice eyes. I have brown eyes. Like, there's nothing not special about that, but I like the shape of my eyes. Like, I like... Ooh, brown eye girl. Okay. Um, <laughs> like, especially if I've got, like, mascara on, I don't know, I just, I, I've always liked, my, like, the shape of my eyes, um, and I've always liked, like, my shoulders slash my, what is this, decolletage? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I always like off-the-shoulder shirts, which I'm mm-hmm. wearing right now, cold-shoulder shirts, one-shoulder shirts, like, things like that, I like yeah. to highlight that area. Yeah, you have nice shoulders, oh. nice back. And I don't like my back very much. Really? It's too muscular to me. I love your back. Yeah. I've, yeah. But um, I'm, I have good feet. You I do have, have nice feet. feet. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't say anything about your butt because it's insane. It fluctuates throughout the month though. Like right now I'm not loving it that much, but like next week it'll probably insane be a little butt. Insane butt. Um, that sounds, that sentence sounds so insane to <laughs> people. It's because obviously like hormonally things fluctuate. Yeah, 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 yeah whatever. People will understand. Those are nice qualities about you. Thanks. I think that I like my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. I just like my face. It's a good face. I do like, like, there's nothing on my face where I'm like, I i don't think I've ever been like, oh, I, I want to change oh, that's this. awesome. Except for my chin. I have a little mm-hmm. bit of a pointy chin. Yeah, but like jawline on fully. But there was a time in my life when this one bo- ex-boyfriend was like, I was leaning on him with my chin or like laying on him with my chin he's like ow your chin is so sharp i mean first <laughs> I of all like, he wasn't he probably wasn't lying it was probably painful because that jawline is just cut they'll cut right through you but that but made me that was the only time i ever felt isn't it crazy how like little comments yes. like that especially from boys oh my like, god stick with you for the rest oh of my your god. life i remember this one guy told me that 
Like, like literally, this one guy told, told me, me I had a really, a few people have told me I have a really muscular back, and I'm like, fuck. Oh, I yeah. love your back. It's so beautiful. Um, one one guy that I briefly dated told me I had really big nipples, and then for for literally years years of my life, I would go like there. I had this one friend. I remember being like, yeah, I have really big nipples. I don't know how I came up, and she was like, um, oh, really? I was yeah. like, no, like they're really big, like they're abnormally big. And she was like, let me see. And I showed him to her. And she's like, what are you talking yeah, about? That's they're insane. literally not. I've seen them. And they're I not. Like, I was like so self-conscious. It's just so interesting. Like yeah. you said, it's like that was a guy saying I have big nipples, which I don't. At, like normal nipples. Also, areolas and nipples are two different things. Yeah, sorry. Areolas, mm-hmm. not nipples. Yeah. To be specific. But anyway, um, I also really like my butt. It's a good one. I like your eye, like your eyeballs. You oh. have such a nice eye color. Thank you. Like I'm very lucky that I get to sit here and look at them. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, I think my face and my butt. I and like that, those you know. are the two most important things. Anyway. Yeah, that's it. So, so fine. Also, I have like, you know, boobs, that I like. I've always been complimented on my Can't boobs. Can't But but in like a nice way. You yeah. Know? Like it's not like yeah nice tits. No. But it's like you know you have really nice shaped boobs yeah. um so that's complimentary yeah. and i i actually didn't have boobs the boob size that i have now for until recently so mm-hmm. also and it's nice there. to hear you say that because i feel like you've been saying not the best things about them this past year they're just big mm-hmm. and i don't know what to do with them i mean i thought we already decided we we're gonna do a little fat transfer <laughs> you can take such a um yeah i think this is my last one what would you consider your biggest accomplishment slash something you're proud of? Oh, that's a good one. Mm, I was so proud when I was of teaching, like the fact that I started teaching and at the school that I had gone to, and yeah, I taught for taught there for like a year and a half, two years before it disintegrated. Um, so that was like a huge accomplishment for me because I didn't even realize that that was, a, um, a place that I, I, I didn't even imagine myself in that sort of place. And then once I saw the potential and the opportunity, it was really awesome to do that. So finding out that I have such a passion for teaching was really special. So that was a big accomplishment, but I think, I think more so the accomplishment of this past year and from actually stepping into freelancing I've you know been a private chef and done many different things over the span of the past like four years but to actually step into full-time freelancing Mm -hmm. is really scary but and I'm still in the process of getting used to it and getting there um but I'm really proud of myself because I I look at where I'm at and I'm like oh my god this is what I've always wanted like I I never wanted the nine to five like and I found myself job after job after job landing in that situation aside from this the culinary school but even with like private chefing you know I was working at homes from like those that that window Mm -hmm. and now it's very much like each day varies and that's really fun yeah I I really like that and I've always wanted that and now that I'm in it even the part even the days that are stressful or the weeks or whatever um I am really proud of myself for doing that and stepping into it and I have to just remind myself that it is you know worthy of 
of pride or being proud. So. I'm proud of you too. Thanks. Lots of big changes this year. Yeah. I feel like this is going to sound kind of fucked up, but I'm like, I'm just really proud of myself in general. Like the things that I've overcame. Yeah. That's not fucked up at all. And that's actually amazing that I, to hear you say that is like really nice as a friend. Yeah. I just think like the past, I mean, I can't believe it hasn't hasn't even been 10 years, like eight years Mm -hmm. has been a lot, like a lot has changed. I mean, Mm -hmm. everything has changed. Yeah. I've been through a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know that it's not just going to like, that's not it. It's not Mm -hmm. over, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I'm really proud of the way that I've like pulled out of things I'm really proud of like everything that I've accomplished in general because it really has been all me and not that there's anything wrong with like getting help from people but you know I I like did a lot of things that I know a lot of people haven't been able to do in the past Mm -hmm. and I'm like really grateful for where I am and excited to see where it goes but um to think of one specific thing I think I'm really proud of like the inner work that I've been doing this past year and just like the shit that I've overcome and the shit that I've realized and how far I've come like mentally and mm-hmm. emotionally mm-hmm. in terms of like trauma and shit like that like mm-hmm. pretty proud of that yeah it's been a transformative year for for both of us but for yeah. you and getting to you know watch that is I'm very proud of you as well thanks <laughs> very proud where do you see yourself in five years Hopefully, I have a family. I would mm. love to have another baby, um, or at least be pregnant. I mean, I don't want to put a timeline on it, but I, I do. That is something that I definitely want within the next five years. Mm-hmm. Like, I would like to put more energy and time towards like meeting the person that I want to like build a life with and and beginning that process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I could say things about it. I just, like, really want <laughs> I just really want to be <laughs> pregnant again. Aww. I really want to own a house. Like, that would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I think the next five years in general will be, like, more focused on family and, like, building that life. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I can see that. Um, I think for me, I feel... Similarly, I think I just kind of want to be, like... I know this is so cliche, but, like at peace able to stay present like just like little things like that um having a house would be awesome but oh i don't know know. five years the reality is for those of you who don't live in la like in order to buy something here you've gotta have like at least a mill yeah you gotta have for like a fixer upper you like uh, maybe 800k for a fixer which means that you need to have at least like 100 to 200k for a down down payment. payment Um, so... Which is insane. It's absolutely insane. Yeah, Garrett and I talk about it all the time. Yeah, and like, I don't have the option to leave LA, yeah. so... Yeah. That's what we're dealing with, so for whoever my future partner is, baby. <laughs> I hope um, you're making that money. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding, but not really. No, that's that's fine to want that. Um, yeah, I just see myself just making moves that feel appropriate mm-hmm. and, like, feeling happy I don't think I see myself having kids in the next five years, truthfully. That's great to, like, know that, though. Yeah, I just... I think it'll be really great for you and Garrett to be able to, like, enjoy being married and being a couple in that way. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. We just both have so much that we want to do 
and I know what everyone always says, like, you'll never be quote-unquote ready. I don't think that there's the no, feeling of, like... having a kid is fucking hard. Yeah. And it's really hard, especially on a relationship, no matter how totally. good that relationship is. Totally. It, it changes relationships. So yeah. We just want to, like... have a good, solid... Yeah. yeah. Have our own, like, accomplishments um, individually and then together that we want. Um, and traveling more. So that's where I think on Hope I'll be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing crazy. All seems right on track. <laughs> yeah. For both of us. Yeah, totally. Well, I mean, I've, I have a few steps to put in yeah, place. Yeah, but, but you're there. We'll get there. Do you have another question? I have one last question. Okay. What, if anything, do you think happens after death? Oh my god. Did we look at the same Do you website? have the same question? <laughs> Did we look at the same website where, like, existential questions to ask your best friend to get to know them better? Um, uh, no, I did not. <laughs> I did look at a website because I was like, I need to get prompted. Yeah. Okay, what do I think if anything happens after death? Um, I think that we just become energy. Mm-hmm. Nothing crazy. Yeah. I think, in my opinion, I guess the feeling that I sometimes have and conversation I've had with a friend of mine before was that not necessarily like the concept of reincarnation but not in the sense where it's like the same you Mm -hmm. like it's your energy like your Mm -hmm. soul like you meet people where you're like i was talking about my dog junie and i was like she is a new soul Mm -hmm. like she's never been on earth before she's like (laughs) not sure what's going on because everything is just like kind of crazy to her and then like i think that's where the feeling or the saying like oh you're an old soul right like you've been here before Um, and maybe it's not you, it's your soul. I don't know. Does that make sense? Like you've obviously you're not conscious, conscious of that. Yeah. Maybe there are different lessons that you could learn. You could have been different. Yeah. Person, like who knows? But I think just like that energy might've been there before. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember one of my friends saying that whatever, whatever she does in this life she wants it to be so that she doesn't come back to Earth ever again. Yeah. She's like, whatever I have to do to not come back. A dark turn. Um, but that is something that did keep me from killing myself in the mm. past. It's like, I've heard, if you do, you come back with like the same st- circumstance. Obviously, I wouldn't be conscious of it either way. But mm. like, I was like, let's just get it over with. Wow. <laughs> just get these lessons done now. That's interesting. Yeah. That's really interesting. I, I That's what I, yeah, truly, I think that that's... If anything, what happens? Mm-hmm. But um, I don't necessarily have a specific idea of what happens. Yeah, I do think something. Like I don't. Yeah. Think it's, I really don't think it's just like blackness and that's it. No, no. I feel like something happens, um, but I don't have an idea of what that is, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. I don't, I don't need, and I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with having an idea of yeah. what it looks like, but I personally feel okay with just being like, this is, this is what it is now. Mm-hmm. And we'll see what the next step is when mm-hmm. the time comes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that growing up in going to synagogue, like, I also went to a reformed synagogue. So it was, like, the, the conversations were a little more casual. The, like, the rabbi would talk about the lessons were, were taught in a more, like, you know, applicable Hip. tangible cool. palatable sort of manner um but i remember when one of the rabbis would talk about you know afterlife there wasn't like you're going to hell or anything like that which 
I'm thankful for that because for me it always gave me like an insight well like okay it's it was kind of similar in that mindset of like you know whatever you do it's to not not to, you know coming back is like a version of hell or yeah. something like that it was like in that same sort of vein and without saying those exact words mm-hmm. it was kind of like the lessons that you learn are to so you can move forward mm-hmm. um energetically so yeah I'm thankful for that that's a good one what is something that most people don't know about you I feel like I'm really I'm really a transparent person I really just put it all out on the table I feel similarly. I mean, even on this podcast, I feel like I've really put a no, lot. No, you have because I remember you saying that you wanted to like share. You wanted people to know you more, yeah. and you've done that. I feel like the sex drive thing I talked about last week. Talking about mental stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. While you think about it, I will share what something that most people don't know about me, which is a lot of my friends know, but like I like I sing. Mm-hmm. And I have I don't a know why you don't do more good voice. Yeah. I think. I actually pursued music uh, in high school. So I was homeschooled for the last two years of high school because I was pursuing like songwriting, producing, had a producer that I was producing with. So yeah. Even though I always do like my jokey sing songy voice yeah, yeah. on here. No, it's. She actually can't. I sing. can sing. <laughs> it makes me mad. But, um. <laughs> fuck. You can kick really high. <laughs> really I'm good. a little flexible. You're really good at kicking. <laughs> Thanks. Everybody knows I have one kidney. <laughs> Some people don't. It's not. It's kind of something that's very... Like, not a secret, though. I'm open with telling that's great. secrets. I just don't have any because I tell... But that's okay. I talk about too many that's things. That's good. Neither do I. I mean... Yeah, guys. I'm sorry. I... I think I really lay it all out on the table here. I think I've like great. pretty much shared most things at this point. If if any of you think of like a specific question that might prompt yes. an answer that you're looking to find I out, I will pick like I will pick one or three depending on how many they are, depending how good they are, and I will do an Instagram post on the gut feelings Instagram, answering it in detail. Perfect. My last question or our last question is. Who do you look up to the most, and what qualities do you love about that person? Do you want me to go first? Yeah, I don't know why I'm like, my um, brain is shutting down now. That's okay. This has been an hour and a half of talking. Just, I haven't really thought about this before. Yeah, I think for me, I do look up to a lot of my friends in a lot of little ways. Like, each of my friends inspire me uh, in different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, I admire, like, the strength, the resilience the outlook, the mindsets of my of the These people ones are all about me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry, <laughs> just only about Yasmin. Um, no, but of all the people in my life, um, probably, like, I find inspiration in a few different people. I think Sophia Rowe, chef, writer, she's the host of Counterspace on Vice, and I just think her energy, her attitude, her outlook... Her wisdom is really awesome, and I really look up to her as a person and a chef and as, like, a personality. Mm -hmm. I I totally relate. I feel like the people that I surround myself with I'm inspired by in different ways, and that's why I surround myself with them. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm pretty lucky to not really have people in my life that I don't want to be there or that I feel, like, dragged down by. We're too old for that. (laughs) Yeah. 
you know, getting way too old. Um, but I, my favorite and really like the only influencer that I really mm, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, is Samantha in person mm-hmm. on Instagram. I think yeah. just her vulnerability, the way that she mm-hmm. writes things, I really look up to because I've never been like the best writer. She's and a the great way that, writer. Yeah, the way that she gets her thoughts into words, like written word, is like really inspiring yeah. and it always makes me and I'm sure a bunch of other people feel some type of way and so I really look up to that I just love her content I think yeah. it's really like really organic and mm-hmm. really well done but yeah I agree with you it's like most people in my life mm-hmm. there are things that I that I'm inspired by yeah yeah cool and they say you're the five people that you surround yourself with and if that's true then I'm I must be pretty fucking cool so. that's how I feel I'm like damn yeah I'm sick yeah Sick. I'm trying sick. to teach Aiden how to say sick, dude. Oh, it's a good skill to have. Yeah. <laughs> well, awesome. well, we're going to get right into Soul Your Guts. I don't think yeah, we Yeah, we don't need to uh, <laughs> come back at, at so the same. This is this part of the episode <laughs> where we talk about our highs and lows of the week. Mackenzie, would you like to start with your low? Yeah. My low of the week. You know, I had a good week. I'm having good weeks. I'm feeling good. I would say that my low is just sort of starting to get to that place where I feel like burnt out not burnt out I just feel like I've been doing a lot more than normal because we're in a pandemic and quarantining for the most part um outside of the little bubble that we have um but I've been doing like more things getting out of the house more which is a good thing for my mental health and just energy wise it's felt really good but um also I've been coming home really tired and feeling like I'm not home enough like to get all the little tasks done and chores so I was kind of feeling I was texting Yasmin yesterday or something talking to her about it because just feeling a little bit like overwhelmed amidst that but not in a you know super bad way that that was probably my low was like just feeling a little bit overwhelmed. My high of the week on Saturday, Garrett and I, we decided last week that we want to do start training for a half marathon. Okay. So we started doing that last week tonight. Right? No, I don't think so. Oh, yeah. So last week, that's fun. Like, oh my God, something I don't oh, know. Oh, something that you don't know. So yeah, so last week I started, we both started kind of training. So we're running like two to three miles, three days a week, and then one long run on Saturday or something and then the other days will will be a rest day and like strength training in between so we completed that first week of training and it felt really good we did five miles on Saturday which was really fucking hard it was very hard really hard mentally it was like great like afterwards I was like wow yes fuck yes I did it um during it, it was like really fucking windy Uh, on Saturday my eyes were watering there was like snot running down my face like we had the mask on like I was wearing like a sweatshirt because it was cold but then I was getting hot so there was like a lot of sensory overload but we did it and it felt so good and then we just like laid in bed and watched movies and that was really nice sounds like a nice day super nice and you did text me and you were like we had such a great day yeah it was just it's nice to be able to work on a goal with another person whether it's someone you're in a relationship with or your friend or just having that support so that's felt good nice 
How about you? Well, my low is, well, before I say that, my mom is visiting currently. It's not my low. She's been very helpful. It's been very nice for Aiden to be able to get one-on-one attention from mm-hmm. somebody, and she's been helpful with him, um, and just, like, helping around the house and stuff, but in general, whenever I'm around my parents, I immediately revert back to being 16, mm-hmm. and I'm just, like, generally like really fucking irritable mm-hmm. and like everything she does annoys me and she's not doing anything wrong mm-hmm. like like I said she's really helpful it's it's all me um so I'm just kind of like navigating that like I don't want to feel that way I don't have like no. a valid you know outside variable reason to feel that way it's just like the reality of I don't know brains of yeah my brain. I think that's pretty typical yeah um So, yeah, I'm just kind of, like, aware of that and trying to see how maybe I can get through that faster because I don't want to feel that way either. Um, But that's my low, I guess. And then my – oh, and I'm just, like, waiting for to get my period, honestly. Like, it's it's been kind of a regular, like, last – just because I know you guys are, like, fucking sitting at the edge of your seats waiting. (laughs) When was your period? Open my flow app to tell you. (laughs) My last period – or my last – cycle was 21 days which is pretty short compared to what it usually is and then this one so far is 34 days and I haven't gotten my period yet so and there's absolutely no possibility that I'm pregnant whatsoever <laughs> um but so I'm just like kind of waiting for that you know mm-hmm. like ugh. it's like limbo yeah and this is kind of expected like I'm on a new medication that one of the potential side effects is irregular periods Mm. which I hate because I like to plan out my shit according to my cycle and I like to know what to expect and my body and the way that I feel physically and emotionally really fluctuates depending on the point of my cycle that I'm in but on the bright side I this month was the first month that I felt pretty even like fairly like not super out of whack the whole month that's good which is huge because that's been something I've been struggling with since I stopped breastfeeding maybe even before that and um so that's really good I'm just ready for the new cycle to start yes just waiting for that because I am like maybe a little bit more irritable that might play into the fact like the stuff with my mom too totally and then my high is that tonight I get to make dinner for all my my little family my family dinner nights that we have twice a week and I'm making fish tacos and I'm gonna go all out and I'm super excited about it we're gonna have spicy margaritas we're gonna sit on the bonfire I'm just like I'm jealous I look forward to these dinners every week this is great so I'm excited about that I my giving love language is acts of service and so I love doing things for the people that I love and I'm excited to make something new love Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Gut Feelings. We, yes. again, are so grateful, as always, to have you here listening to us talk about ourselves. Yeah, and, and hopefully, like, I don't know, maybe you guys are inspired by these questions and can ask your friends or partners. Maybe these made you think about things that you haven't thought about for yourself and mm-hmm. what you would answer, and we would love to hear those thoughts over on our Instagram at gutfeelingspod. So mm-hmm. go ahead and leave us a comment and let us know. Thanks for listening. We're excited to have you guys 
listen next week. <laughs> we're excited to talk to you next week. We have a very exciting guest on next week that we're so excited. Yeah. Um, so also, if you have any specific questions about any aspect of cannabis, about the business side of things, about the actual properties of the plant. Mm-hmm. Just any questions regarding cannabis. Let us know, because we have a super exciting guest on next week, and we're so excited to share that interview with you guys and to talk to her. Yeah. Um, but other than that, we hope you have a great day. Week. Love you. Bye.